The following program is being brought to you on the World Talk Radio Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit worldtalkradio.com. The World Talk Radio Network, where the world comes to talk. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the World Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. You're listening to Star Style. Be the star you are with hosts Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany. Be the star you are is a 501c3 nonprofit corporation to improve literacy and positive media. All contributions and donations are tax deductible. To comment on today's show, please call in toll free at 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. Or send an email to info at be the star you are.org. Now back to Star Style, Be the Star You Are, with the Oprah of the Airwaves, Cynthia Bryan. Be the star you are. Well, hello, power partners. Welcome to our party and radio's finest hour of power. Star Style, Be the Star You Are, a program of positive book talk with authors and experts that help you excel in life. My name is Cynthia Bryan. I'm always happy to be here with you as your personal growth success coach on the airwaves. So get ready to pump your energy, love, learn, laugh, listen, and live your dreams. We have a stellar show once again today with you with the incredible Dr. Bernie Siegel, his newest book, Faith, Hope, and Healing, followed by children's author Jane Lowry Christian with her Quackless Duck Gets a Voice Transplant, and then Dallas Woodburn, young teenage contributor to the new book, Be the Star You Are for Teens, and founder of the Write On Foundation. Well, our first guest needs absolutely no introduction over the past 11 years of this radio broadcast. Dr. Bernie Siegel has been a regular celebrated guest, and moreover, all of you know him as the man who has personally touched your life through his many, many books, his tapes, his presentations, and of course, his ECAP Exceptional Cancer Patient Therapies. Some of his books have included Love, Medicine, and Miracles, Peace, Love, and Healing. All these are bestsellers. How to Live Between Office Visits, Prescriptions for Living, one of my favorite kids' books, Smudge Bunny, and then Love, Magic, and Mud Pies, and then the new one, Faith, Hope, and Healing. And Dr. Bernie Siegel has also contributed generously two chapters to the book, Be the Star You Are for Teens, uh, with the gift of success and the gift of survival. And now, my big daddy, my cherished friend, welcome back, Bernie, to Star Style, Be the Star You Are. Hi, thank you. I am so happy to have you back on. It's always like, you know, that we're just sitting in the living room chatting whenever you are around. So you've done another book, Bernie, Faith, Hope, and Healing, Inspiring Lessons Learned from People Living with Cancer. You are one busy writer. I am busy doing many things. But, you know, it all comes from my caring for people, the reason I became a physician and involved me emotionally in so many things that I had to find answers for that you don't learn in medical school. And, you know, what you really begin to learn is what I call survival behavior, the age-old messages and common themes that you will get out of the Bible, Buddhism, Talmud, you know, all the myths and fairy tales. How do you survive the difficulties of life? And that's what cancer patients are telling you, too. 
Yes, and you know, especially too, even I, I find your messages, although you usually are writing for people who have illness and your, uh, and especially cancer, you know what you have to say about living and loving and humor and hope is, is universal and especially yeah. in times like now, it helps all of us just in living our daily lives. Yeah, that's why I'm trying to keep people from to use a Hemingway phrase, strong at, becoming strong at the broken places. Why wait to break down? Why not become educated about life ahead of time so that when something does occur, which invariably occurs in all our lives, you're prepared for it rather than have to say, the curse became a blessing, look what I learned. Well, we could bless you if you'd read the book. And yeah, exactly. It, well, you don't always have to go through the curse to get the blessing, do right. you? And let, let me add one more thing, Cynthia, that after each story, I have a reflection. And I wanted to point out that word, what it has meant to me, because I was born an ugly duckling. It, it had to do with the mother's ill health and all kinds of problems in delivery. But I don't want to get into all those details. But w- when I was reading the story about the ugly duckling, it really struck me. I happen to have a grandmother, so she saved me. You know, because my my parents were literally hiding me from people. And I said, well, then why am I not a drug addict or an alcoholic? And my mother said, oh, my mother took you and poured oil all over you and massaged you and pushed everything back where it belonged. So I became the most loved kid in the world because of my grandmother. But the ugly duckling had to do it on his own. His mother throws him out of the house. He doesn't have a grandmother. And yet he's able to look into the still water and see that I'm a swan. And this is why I use that term reflection. If he had walked out of the house saying, I got the worst mother in the world, that damn woman, and spent his life hating his mother, he'd never realize I'm a swan because he's busy hating his mother. And you don't quiet your mind and the water is never calm. So when you quiet your mind and look into the still water, you really see your reflection, and learn who you are. And that's true whether it's about your parenting or about a disease like cancer. If you're waging a war, angry at the enemy all the time, you never heal your life. Well, you know, I really love that that description that you gave because we need to pause and reflect upon things as well. And so your word reflection has many meanings, but we should really tell how the book is organized because I find it so interesting. You have co-written this with Jennifer Sander, and, and what you found is you have stories by people who have learned something, well, you know, one of the chapters is called Learning to Let Go, right. but who have lived through the cancer, and they tell their story, what happened, how they felt, what the reactions were, and then at the end of their story, we have Bernie's reflection, and that's where you really analyze right. what they were going through and how they could find the peace and the calm and the love in the illness. And I think this is just a beautiful way to have organized the book. To have yeah, it's, I mean, there are sections on faith, hope, and healing. And Jennifer, I mean, my co-writer, helped people share their stories, you know, because some people aren't writers, and so she helped them. And then I reflected on each one. And I always love opening it while we're talking. And I open to page 127, Bernie's Reflection. Life's difficulties are what teach us to grow as human beings. You know, it's just what we were sharing. Um, And 
there's also a line at the end that says, Jennifer finishes her story showing us the only path to immortality is love. Right. And, well, I love your first sentence there, where sometimes we're so focused on what we want, we forget the amazing gifts we already have been given. And I really believe that so much, is that we all have innate gifts that we tend to take for granted. And sometimes we have to get knocked over the head with an illness. But, you know, we don't have to. If we would read a book like this, we can recognize the gifts that we've been given and share those with others while we're reflecting and and living our lives. Yeah. One of the things I've learned to ask people is, how would you describe what you're going through? Now, some people will say it's a gift, a wake-up call, a blessing, a new beginning. And others will say conflict, turmoil, confusion, draining, burden, pressure, failure. And I say, oh, how do those words fit your life? And then they look at me like, wow, thank you. Because they realize what is going on in their life that needs to be resolved, the difficulties. And then... You're a big advocate, Bernie, of changing your words and your thought processes. Yeah. Because when we change our words, we can actually change our emotions and actually start creating our own healing. One of our children, and I don't think this is an accident. I won't get into, let's say, past lives and things. But he wrote the word words endlessly on a canvas at school. They were asked to do an art project. And he took the word words and filled this whole canvas with it. And as I looked at it, when he brought it home, I realized if you write words, 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 they become swords, swords, swords. Mm. Boy, you can kill a cure with words or a scalpel. Mm. And, you know, I thought he deserved an A. Teacher gave him a B. But, I mean, the message, I, that it's hanging in our house, you know, that, it's what such he a, did. It's, uh, that was a very creative yeah. way of And I think, this, you know, when you look at doctors out. or others, who are talking to you, well, any authority figure, your parents, teachers, doctors, clergy, you know, yeah, their words can be swords, too. They can kill or cure you. Well, I want to talk about your connection with animals, because this is something Mm. we both share, and you actually start your chapter on healing with animals as healers. And this is something that you have felt all along. You've always, you've always oh, had yeah. all kinds of adopted critters and, and, you know, and, but they've really helped you heal and you, they help your patients heal. Right. The, I mean, everything from one of our dogs a long time ago, uh, I was told by a vet that, uh, you know, there was no hope. He had cancer. And I said, well, I don't want to euthanize him without telling our children. So I went home and I said to the kids, we have to put Oscar to sleep. And they said, no, you don't do that to your patients. You're not doing it to Oscar. So I brought this sickly dog home, laid him on the floor. He could hardly stand up. And I started loving him like I preach. And I mean massaging him, spending time with him, feeding him with a spoon, giving him my vitamins. And lo and behold, in a week, he's on his feet. In two weeks, he's out the door, and he lived for years. And I felt the kids taught me to live the message. And what you also understand is that the dog doesn't say, what's going to happen next week? Oh, well, one of our kids, when he was seven, had an x-ray, showed a bone tumor. I'm the doctor. I'm sure he'll be dead in a year. I know what it is, et cetera. This seven-year-old comes to me the next day and says, Dad, can I talk to you for a minute? I said, sure. What is it, Keith? He said, you're handling this poorly. That's a seven-year-old. And he said, we're trying to have a nice day. We want to go out in the yard and play, and you want us depressed in our rooms. And he fortunately had a, a rare benign tumor. 
But I learned a lot from the kids in the week before he had his surgery. And again, the kids focus on, let's have a nice day, so do the animals. So they do a lot better. Well, to quote a four-year-old, why do animals have shorter lives than people? And the kid said, oh, I know. And everybody in the room looks at him. This is a veterinarian asking because he, he was going to euthanize the kid's dog. And the kid says, yeah, I know. Well, what is it? They know about love and forgiveness and don't need all the time it takes us to learn. What a super answer. Yeah. And well, what I we remember, know, Bernie, me, you wrote me... about uh, one of your patients who had come to you who really believed life was beautiful and, and he needed to have a surgery for cancer, but he was just too busy because he had to go out and make the world more beautiful. He yeah. was a landscaper. Yeah, that was John. He died at 94 with no sign of cancer. Unbelievable. And he, he became my he teacher, too. He kept forgetting too. to come in and have the, can- to have the cancer surgery. Yeah. And he, I just so remember you thinking, what you saw a sign on the door one day when you went into your office that he was in the room. You thought it couldn't oh, be. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I thought he was dead because he never came back to the office, and this was four years later. And um, the nurse, I said to the nurse, you must have, you know, the wrong chart. We must have two people with the same name. And when I opened the door, though, he said, yeah, hi, I have a hernia from lifting boulders in my landscape. (laughs) And I have gotten more chuckles out of that. I think that is the greatest illustration of how a positive attitude can just change us. And let me mention this, because he didn't try to not die. His comment to me, and I always felt if we had operated on him in the middle of the winter, he would have died, but it was springtime. He said, it, you know, when I said you need more treatment, he said, you forgot something. It's springtime. I'm going to go home and make the world beautiful so when I die, I will leave a beautiful world. And he that should home be all of our die. goal. Yeah. Well, I want to give out your website. The name of the book, the new book by Bernie Siegel is Faith hope and healing, inspiring lessons learned from people living with cancer. He has a new website, BernieSiegelMD.com, and you can pick up all the different books. And, of course, you're going to be able to see Bernie in the book, Be the Star You Are for Teens. He's got two chapters in there as well. Leave us, Bernie, with some, you know, an ending thought because you could go on for hours My ending so thought, many great every time I'm on a radio program is people say we're running out of time because I never stop talking and telling stories <laughs> and I say what I'd like everybody to know is we're all going to run out of time so enjoy the time you have Live in the moment. Way to go. Right. Well, thank you so much, Bernie, for being on the show with us. Thank you for contributing to my new book, and congratulations on this one. And thank you for all the lives that you touched. You, you really are just a best friend in everyone's life. Well, Faith, I'm sending you a hug electronically, okay? <laughs> yes, Bernie Siegel, MD. Go to BernieSiegelMD.com. Bernie, you are the best. Thank you so much for being what here. What you see in others is what's you in you, kid. So you are the best, or you wouldn't see it in others. Thank you. All right. Thank Bye-bye you. Now. Well, when we return from break, another favorite guest rejoins us, children's author Jane Lowry Christian. She's bringing us the next chapter in the adventures of Quackless Duck. Does Quackless learn to quack? Well, stay with us and find out. I'm Cynthia Bryan, and this is Star Style. Be the star you are. Back in a bit.
World Talk Radio Variety Channel. Did you know that teens with low self-esteem who feel they don't fit in are more vulnerable to peer pressure, more likely to have depressive reactions, eating disorders, higher rates of alcohol and drug abuse, criminal involvement, suicide attempts, and be involved with risky behaviors? You can help make a difference by sponsoring this radio program, Be The Star You Are. Be The Star You Are promotes positive role models, positive media, and donates positive books to increase literacy. Call 877-944-STAR, S-T-A-R. For more information or visit our website at bethestarur.org. Also, you can make a PayPal donation at www.bethestarur.org. Thank you for helping our youth succeed. Are you living your dreams? Want to create a life you love but don't know how to begin? Lifestyle coach and personal growth expert Cynthia Bryan has jump-started the lives and careers of clients for over two decades with her signature star-style consultations with personalized sessions by phone or in person. You'll turn your passions into profits. Visit www.cynthiabryan.com or call 925-377-STAR. That's cynthiabryan.com or call 925-377-7888. Cynthia Bryan is your guide on the side. www.cynthiabryan.com You can be the star you are. The World Talk Radio Variety Channel Where the world comes to talk. You're listening to Star Style, Be the Star You Are, with hosts Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany. Be the Star You Are is a 501c3 nonprofit corporation to improve literacy and positive media. All contributions and donations are tax deductible. To comment on today's show, please call in toll-free at 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. Or send an email to info at bethestarur.org. Now back to Star Style, Be the Star You Are, with the Oprah of the Airwaves, Cynthia Bryan. Be the star you are. Well, welcome back to Star Style, Be the Star You Are. Thank you for staying with us, where we bring you the authors and the experts that enhance and inspire you. This is Star Style, Be the Star You Are, and of course, I am Cynthia Bryan. Well, in book four of the Quackless Duck series, author and illustrator Jane Lowry Christian gives Quackless Duck a voice transplant, and we actually see him fall in love. And in her dedication, Jane writes a love note to her children and uh, her grandchildren and step-grandchildren, encouraging them to live, love, laugh, and above all, visit family. We are happy that Jane is back with us. Welcome back, Jane, to Star Style. Be the star you are. Good afternoon, Cynthia. I am always excited. Do you get excited to come back? Whenever I hear that we're going to have the continuing adventures of your lovable rubber duckly quackless, do you, do you just love continuing the story? Oh, yes. I look forward to it every, every time you tell me. I'm going to come on. I am excited. Oh, me too. Well, before we get to the story and how it has evolved, I just wanted to share your beautiful dedication in book four, which book four is Quackless Duck Gets a Voice Transplant and Falls in Love. 
Because I just thought this was so beautiful. The dedication is to my grandchildren and step-grandchildren. Live, love, and laugh, but above all, visit family. Enjoy each other and what life has given you. Step up and take your turn at the bat. You'll gain lessons from it and grow in spirit. I think of you every day and pray God is watching over you. Love always, Grandma Jane Lowry Christian. I thought that was such a great dedication. Well, thank you. Um, I was inspired. I'm inspired by my children. Well, you know, isn't it wonderful that you are you have so such great children and grandchildren, you know, and step grandchildren that you are able to keep getting all these stories. Well, let's talk about Quackless's new adventures because each book that you are writing and you illustrate, I want to say, Quackless is getting more courageous and more courageous, and we're seeing Quackless evolve right before our eyes. Well, we start off the book with uh, with Quackless's friends, the little bear cubs, Harley Ray and Haley May, and they're they're just they're looking at Quackless, but they can't believe that he has changed into this beautiful bright teal blue feathered duck, and he has like a red crust across his nose and around his eyes. What happened to Quackless, Jane? Well, his dream angel turned him into. A, a real live Muscovy duck because she told him she he couldn't be the way he was forever. There wouldn't be somebody to tote him around it all the time. So she gave him a real live body, and uh, he didn't ask for it. She just came into his dream, and uh, and then um, but she goes ahead and uh, gives him a voice. But well, we have a problem when she yeah. gave him a voice, don't we? <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, she made a big, big mistake and give him the voice. Well, you just have to read it to find out what happened to poor Quackless when he woke up and found he had a voice like he did. Well, yes, he ha- he has a voice that's not quite like a duck. No. However, w- without giving it away, Jane, we don't want to give away this story because it's rather it's very funny. Is having this new voice that is not a duck voice actually ends up saving his life. Oh, yes. Um, he uh, <clears throat> he was attacked and, uh, by this uh, mother cat, and uh, he mis- she mistaken him for something to eat. But he informs her that he is a uh, duck, and uh, so they get along real well. Yeah, and they actually become quite good friends. Mm-hmm. And Quackless is actually very happy that at this point that his voice has saved him. And you know what I was wondering, and maybe you know since you conceived the book, is maybe the angel didn't make a mistake, and maybe the angel gave him this voice because she knew what was coming down the pike. What do you think? Well, that is a possibility, yes. Mm-hmm. What did your grandkids think when they read this? Oh, uh, my little grandkids love it. They want it to be read to them all the time. And uh, it keeps everybody busy. So I'm thinking about uh, producing the uh, audio so uh, they can put on the audio and look at the book. And and uh, But I think it's more fun to be read to. Well, I think, you know, it's wonderful to have both. And, in fact, to that light, uh, we announced it once before, but Be the Star You Are through the Reading Spell Success Program has been making the audio books of... Jane Lowry Christian's books, Quackless Duck Gets a Voice Transplant, 
will be uh, is now finished. So we have four books. If you go to be the star you are radio.com and click on reading spell success you can hear them but you're going to actually be packaging the books and a cd once you have the whole series or at least what seven of the series done is that the plan yes i plan to i just mailed number seven off today to the oh. publishers so i'm excited about that wow you are just you're cranking them out i have a feeling jane that seven isn't the last one though you're going to just keep going with crackless <laughs> Well, I've started a new story about Quackless, but I'm not sure I will go ahead and fix the pictures. Uh, It will depend on what I feel like doing. Well, these pictures are so colorful. You illustrate each of your books. And as we started off with the series of Quackless, Quackless was a little yellow rubber ducky. But now when you look at this new book, Quackless Gets a Voice Transplant and Falls in Love, which is book four in the series, you see a completely different Quackless. Quackless looks like and is a real live duck with beautiful feathers and a real beak and, and can actually have other animals can hear him and he can actually make noise. And then what I like is how he makes friends with everybody, it seems, and there's a sweet picture of Quackless just taking a nap with the kitty cat. <laughs> yes. And she has her tail, you know, all around Quackless, and he says that it's the best pillow ever. <laughs> yes, he's very happy there, but something happens that causes him to have to leave. Yes. Well, did you want to say what happens or no? Well, uh, maybe uh, not. I think it should be a surprise. I think but... we should have it as a surprise as well. Yes, uh-huh. Well, I like it. Now, then he goes into the barnyard, too, and he gets to meet. He meets the rooster, and he meets the uh, the pigs, and he meets other ducks and, and horses, etc. So pretty soon he has, he has a big family of friends, and, um, but if, he's going to have to leave because there's other things that are coming now that are going to be happening for Quackless on his journey. Yes, he, uh, he decides that... Uh... He didn't really aim to leave, but uh, he was forced to, and uh, he uh, gets into another element of surprises as they go along. Well, one thing I was really fun when we when I was reading Quackless is before, if we remember when the first book, when Quackless, the only time he was able to get out of the bathtub is when his two little bear cubs came and moved him out of the bathtub, and then they forgot to put him back on, right, Jane? And yes. they left him on a stool, and his when his the real human family came home, they had no idea how this rubber duck got to the stool. But now in this book, Quackless Duck gets a voice transplant and falls in love, Quackless actually can spread his wings and fly. And he has to, you know, at the end. So it's uh, getting very complicated for Quackless. And, and, you know, he has to learn how to deal with some of these issues and problems that happen in life, just as all of us do, is that no one's going to go through life and have everything be easy and perfect. And this is the lesson that we get from the Quackless book series, is that life is a series of adventures, and we have to go along, but we also have to be willing and ready to make a detour. Yes, and uh, Quackless does a very good job with the help of his dream angel. You know, we all have dreams, and I think that's why I put this in there, because dreams are important to me, and um, it um, is just a part of life, and I wanted Quackless to experience uh, 
the help of his dream angel. And, you know, when, when we dream, I've always been a big believer, Jane, that the, the angels do come to us in our dreams to give us answers and to help us solve our problems. And it makes me so happy to know that a little duck has a dream angel as well so that when we're looking at our pets and we see them, you know, in the, when they're sleeping, twitching or whatever, we actually know their dream angels are probably with them right now. Oh, I'm sure they are. Yes. Now, what do your grandkids say when they you talk to them about about or when they read about the dream angel? Do they ever tell you like what their dream angels look like or discuss what their dream angels are like? No, I haven't got that in with them. Uh, these are mostly my uh, great grandkids that are getting the benefit of this quackless. They enjoy it very much because you know they like they're the younger. You know, small kids, but. I think older people would enjoy this story also. As we well, I've enjoyed it, and, I mean, I'd like to think that I'm a kid, Jane, but the reality is I'm a big kid. <laughs> yeah, we all are. <laughs> but I really, I have had such fun with this, and every time I open a package that arrives from you, I'm just elated because your your illustrations have gotten richer, and they're more colorful, and they're they're more in-depth. And the story just keeps evolving, evolving. Now, one thing you told us last month when you were on is that you don't really know where the stories are coming from. They just come. Uh, is that still the case? Like, is that what happened with Seven and, like, the news story that's happening? Yes, it is. I, I tell you the truth, that I pray at night to for wisdom to make these books come to life, and I haven't had any trouble at all. They just, I sit down to this computer, and they just, come i can't say anything else but that well i think what you're saying is that you have a dream angel that comes to you and helps you write to your books right yes i can i can uh lay in bed and uh, uh something comes to me that i you know to put in there where it needs to be or how the next few words go and uh it just i can just sit down at this computer and if it wasn't for this computer it wouldn't be so easy yeah, you know, let's talk about that for a second because you have, you are a great grandmother now, so you have come through the ages where you, you know, started probably with a fountain pen uh, and one day or another, because I know when I went to grammar school, if we were caught with a ballpoint pen, we were sent to the principal's office. We had to write with a fountain pen. And then I had a typewriter for years, but the computer has just changed my life. How long have you been on a computer? Oh, uh, since. Uh, 2001, probably. You and know, has it really learning along. I don't know any much about it yet, but I do know enough to do what I need to do. Well, you know how you're definitely you're, you're writing, you're word processing, you're sending emails, so you're really learning. I mean, you're you're keeping up with it, and it it makes a difference in your life, doesn't it? Oh, yes, it does. It's but very, now, it tell us about of... your drawings. Uh, how are they done? Are, are these uh, are they done with watercolors? Are they no, done I'll, with... I'll tell you about that. My uh, publisher does the color. I do the outlining and the pictures. How you see the pictures is how they are, but Ex Libras puts in the color, and they do a wonderful job. Whoa. Oh, thanks for sharing that. I, I think that, that is by computer, that the too. The color is beautiful. Yeah, I think they do it with computers. That is beautiful. So you just actually draw mm-hmm. on what, a, a white piece? Is it a canvas, a piece of oh, paper? Yeah. What is it? I just take a sketching pad, you know, the big wide ones, and, and 
put it down the center and and do one half and one picture and one another and uh, cut it out and uh, put it with my text as I go along. And uh, as one comes up, I read it and uh, decide what needs to be put on that particular page for that particular picture and go from there. Now, do you have to scan everything to send it to Ex Libris, or well, do you... Can only, you just send um, a hard copy? Yeah, I send no. I send the hard copy of the pictures to Ex Libris, but I uh, send the text by email. I just mailed out number seven a while ago. So they do do a beautiful job, and they do all the layout on, on now the whole book. Then, well, uh, they don't change my layout. They uh, do it like I've got it in my pictures, but they just color it for me. They color it, but I meant do they color all of it? Do they put the coloring in the writing and stuff too, or is that the way you color it? No, that's the writing is done by them uh, in their particular way uh, pertaining to the book. My, my book is actually a cartoon type illustration, so they use the cartoon type uh, font. Text, you know. Right. Well, let's give out information how people can get your book because the website uh, is exlibre.com, but then they have the forward slash. So why don't well, you go give, the, give us that and give us also the, the toll-free number. The easiest way to get there is to just type my name, com, and it will get you a lot of places, and you can find Exlibris on that, the bookstore. And then also their telephone number is one eight eight eight. Seven nine five four two seven four, and person can call them, and they will uh, find the what they what you want you know what you want to order. Well, this book again, the title is Quackless Duck Gets a Voice Transplant and Falls in Love, and it is just darling with a surprise ending as always. And then she uh, Jane will be back with us. Next month with another Quackless Duck and what happens to Quackless and a, a new voice and something else that happens. So you'll want to stay tuned to Star Style, Be the Star You Are. Also check out the audio versions at be the star you are radio.com. Go to the Reading Spell Success and soon you'll be able to order from Jane directly both the audio and the book version, which is really exciting. Jane, until we talk next month, this is so fun. It's going to be so exciting to find out the more advanced adventures of Quackless Duck and all his pals. Yes, he just keeps going on and on. (laughs) Quackless is having a good life, although right now Quackless is in a bit of trouble, so we have to hope that Quackless can get out of this one. Yes. Oh, I'm sure he does. Oh, I hope so. Well, I'm glad that you're saying it. It's going to give us hope for the next one. Well, Jane, thank you so much for joining us once again. Make sure that everyone, you can Google Jane Lowry Christian. You'll find um, information for her on different websites. You can call 888-795-4274 to get uh, copies of the book. And that's the Quackless Deck Series. Jane, until we talk again, thank you so much for being on Star Style. Be the star you are. Thank you very much, too. When we come back, we'll be talking with young writer, workshop leader, and charity founder Dallas Woodburn. Stay with us. So much more to come right here on Star Style. Be the star you are. I'm Cynthia Bryan, and I'll be back in just a minute. 
the World Talk Radio Variety Channel. Apathy, violence, and negative messages are everyday occurrences in our country. You can be a changemaker when you dare to care by supporting Be the Star You Are Charity, a 501c3 that empowers women, families, and youth through improved literacy, positive media, and tools for living. Visit www.bethestarur.org to find out how you can make a difference in our world. Everyone counts. That web address again is www.bethestarur.org. Be the star you are.org. Are you living your dreams? Want to create a life you love but don't know how to begin? Lifestyle coach and personal growth expert Cynthia Bryan has jump-started the lives and careers of clients for over two decades with her signature star-style consultations. With personalized sessions by phone or in person, you'll turn your passions into profits. Visit www.cynthiabryan.com or call 925-377-STAR. That's cynthiabryan.com or call 925-377-7827. Cynthia Bryan is your guide on the side. www.cynthiabryan.com. CynthiaBryan.com. You can be the star you are. Business Bites. Here's Cynthia Bryan. Do you have a job interview coming up? Do you know what the top ten don'ts are? If you want to turn your next interview into a real job, do not do the following. Here are interview don'ts. Don't walk in with a know-it-all, egotistical attitude. Don't exaggerate your qualifications or your experiences. Don't start off with questions about salary and benefits. Don't come unprepared and offer lame excuses for it. Don't give the impression that you have no career direction. Don't come back with shallow or vague answers. Don't say you have no questions for the interviewer. Don't talk more than you listen. Don't dress in anything other than your professional best. Don't show up without knowledge of the job or the company. And finally, turn your vocabulary into do's instead of don'ts, and you'll be able to say, I can, more often. Remember, you are the star of your own performance. Turn your passions into profits. I'm Cynthia Bryan from Star Style with another business bite. The World Talk Radio Variety Channel, where the world comes to listen and talk. You're listening to Star Style, Be the Star You Are, with hosts Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany. Be the Star You Are is a 501c3 nonprofit corporation to improve literacy and positive media. All contributions and donations are tax deductible. To comment on today's show, please call in toll-free at 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. Or send an email to info at bethestarur.org. Now back to Star Style, Be the Star You Are, with the Oprah of the Airwaves, Cynthia Bryan. Be the star you are. Well, thank you so much for staying with us. We are a show about following your heart, doing what you love, bubbling with enthusiasm, inspiration, motivation, information, and tools for daily living. It is your own Champagne for the Spirit, brought to you by Be the Star You Are Charity of 501c3, empowering women, families, and youth through improved literacy, positive media, and tools for living. Our motto is to be a leader, you must be a reader. We want you to lead, 
succeed, and of course, read. The Miracle Moment for today is brought to you by Star Style Productions, coaching you to be the star of your own life. For more information on getting your own private consultation over the phone or in person, call 925-377-7827. This is by William James. It is our attitude at the beginning of a difficult task, which more than anything else will affect its successful outcome. And Teddy Roosevelt adds, whenever you are asked if you can do a job, tell them, Certainly I can, and get busy and find out how to do it. Well, our next guest is exactly that epitome of a can-do person. I had the privilege of getting to know Dallas when she was still in high school. She is a talented writer. She has recently graduated from the University of Southern California. She is teaching writing workshops. She formed a charitable foundation that gives books to kids called Write On, and she has appropriately penned the chapters, The Gift of Writing, for our new book, Be the Star You Are for Teen. Dallas Woodburn is with us today. She is amazing. Welcome, Dallas, to Star Style, Be the Star You Are. Thank you, Cynthia. I'm so, so delighted to be back. Well, first of all, congratulations. You have graduated college. Yes, it's pretty surreal. It's it's kind of sinking in slowly. Is it? I mean, didn't you do this in four years? I did. Mm-hmm. Four years from such a prestigious institution as the University of Southern California. I mean, Dallas, what is the secret to that? I don't know anybody that does it in four years anymore. Oh, thank you. Um, I think the secret for me, I was just, I was really happy here, and there were so many great teachers and resources that I was able to go to if I had um, any problems and struggles, and I just really um, try to, I, I think, just stay positively motivated and just try to get the most out of out of every day. Well, that is totally you. You're always positively motivated. I want to find out what you have been doing now because I first, you know, met you when you were in high school. Now, you wrote your first book when you were just a little girl. And mm-hmm. it just, I was, you were 10 years old when you published it, right? And it was, um, this is the pimple, there's a huge pimple on my nose. Is that right? Yes. Yeah, tell us about that and then how that spurred you on to continue the self-confidence, you know, it, to express yourself and to write your thoughts. I would love to talk about it. And, you know, Cindy, I was really lucky that um, that I, I had parents and teachers and um, family and friends who were so supportive of me. I, I think it's it's really important um, for all, all the parents out there, you can really, your support means the world to your kids. Um, so I was really lucky that my parents found out that I loved to write, and they were so encouraging of me. And so when I said I wanted to put a book together, you know, they said, sure, like, let, let's do it. We'll support you. And so um, that's what I did. I, I got a grant through my school for $50 to do something creative, and so I thought I would use it to put a book together, and um, it was of stories and poems and illustrations that I had done, and I got it printed up, just 25 copies, and I took them to my school, and my idea was that I could sell the books, and um, like with Be the Star You Are for Teens, how the money from selling the book could go to a charitable endeavor, and so my idea was that I could use the money to, um, to start a foundation to... Um, a literacy foundation to buy books for other kids. Wait, which so, you did in 2000 when you were just so young. You started the Write On Foundation to encourage kids to discover the joy of of reading and self-expression and writing. Tell us about that. 
I would love to. Yeah, I was. Um, I was. I've just have been so blown away whenever I get to talk to other kids at schools, um, and I love to talk to them about my writing journey and all the lessons that I have learned from writing and how much I've gotten out of it. And at the beginning of my talk, I always ask the kids, "How many of you like to write?" And usually, a few shy hands raise. And then I tell them about my published books and how writing is such a great way to express your emotions and to. Um, have joy with the world and connect with people. And then by the end of my talk, I ask the same question. And usually so many more hands raise of these kids. And they tell me, I didn't know that I could be a writer when I was just a kid. And so I really wanted to form this organization to encourage kids that you don't have to wait until you grow up to be a writer. You can start writing now. You can start connecting with other kids with your writing when you're still a kid. And so it's just really snowballed from there. Well, you see, I think this is such a brilliant idea, Dallas, because I, too, I mean, who as a child thinks that they have the ability to be a published writer? Yes, you can write essays for school. You know, you can write things for your family. But I don't think that most of us understand that we have the ability to actually write a little a book or a chapter in a book that will be published and could possibly be in bookstores. So this is a really, really great idea that you are doing to encourage kids just to write, whether it be in their journal at home or to actually apply for essay contests or any of that. Thank you. It's been so rewarding for me as well, and I think one thing I love about encouraging young writers and trying to get them published, um, actually my, my latest endeavor is I'm, I'm starting a publishing company that publishes work exclusively by young writers. Um, listeners can go to my website. It's uh, just writeonbooks.org, R-I-T-E, books.org. Um, and I'm, I'm hoping that by publishing works of young writers that other kids will read these books and will really be able to relate to them and relate to the characters and will be in turn inspired to write their own stories. And I love teaching workshops with kids, and sometimes they come up with just the, the goofiest, silliest stories that other kids think are hilarious. Like one kid recently came up with this idea of this story of this giant pancake um, and waffle having this duel with syrup. And it was it was just hilarious. And the other kids in the class loved it. And it was something that I felt like, who else would come up with that other than Well, it's so creative. Kid? And you're so right. I mean, I think unless you're a child, you're not going to come up with something that is syrup and waffles dueling, right? Yeah. It was great. And the kids were loving it when he was reading it out loud. So I just... I really think kids have wonderful stories to share and, and so much can be, can be great about not only writing, writing down your stories but also sharing them with others. Well, I was really excited to see that you had just started this new, this new endeavor because I know people can always also go to, if they want to uh, keep in touch with you and find out about your writing life and what's happening, you, you blog. So you have dallaswoodburn.blogspot.com as well. Yes, and I keep that going. But you know, this new endeavor uh, sounds just fantastic. So I want to give out that right that website again. It's writeonbooks.org. And when you go there, Dallas tells you to write on your world. You can write, read, explore, connect, and get published. And and how have you figured out how it's going to be? What kinds of books? Or you're going to start with one? Do you know how you're going to do it? 
Yeah, I think I've, I, at USC, I was really fortunate that I was able to study creative writing, and then also I studied business entrepreneurship. So I have a business plan all written, and I got really great feedback. Um, and so my, my first book I'm planning is going to be a, an anthology of stories and poetry and essays and short plays written by um, kids in middle school and high school. So that's what I'm looking for specifically right now. Um, readers can send me submissions easily on my website. My email address is there as well. Um, so I would love to read. I always love reading work by young writers. That is fantastic. Well, it sounds like, Dallas, you have already carved out. You started carving this out for yourself when you were just 10, but you've really carved out your direction in life in being uh, not only a writer but a uh, and a publisher, but directing young people to go for their dreams and, and live, you know, live their passion by expressing themselves. So I applaud you for that. It, this is so exciting. Oh, thank you so much. I'm very excited, and I'm so excited about being able to be featured and be the star you are for teens. I, I just think it's a terrific book, and I'm definitely going to be telling all of the young writers I know about it. I'm so excited about that, and I've just sent you postcards. And if I understand correctly, you might be attending our Books and Bands Bash that's happening on September 13th, correct? Yes, I definitely plan on being there. Well, listen, if anyone out there wants to meet Dallas, get her autograph. You can find out about her books, probably get signed up, you know, to uh, publish something with her. She is planning to be at the Books and Bands Bash, which is the 10th anniversary of Be the Star You Are Charity. And Be the Star You Are Charity has for several years now been supporting Right On, right? So yep, we're supporting each other, years, but we want you to meet Dallas. Her contribution is the gift of writing, which is so appropriate for her. And it wait to you know, it's a wonderful story. And it's just the book is so terrific. Be the star you are for teens. So I really am excited that you are part of it, Dallas. And I am just always so anxious to hear all the new things that you are doing because you are just a, a bright galaxy out there in in amongst all the stars. You are definitely a shooting star. <laughs> oh, thank you, Cynthia. Thank you so much for all of your support. It means so much to me. Well, let's give out your website one more time, Dallas Woodburn, and go to writeonbooks.org if you're interested in getting your works published. She has essay contests there, poetry submissions, tons of things, book reviews, and you can. And she wants young people, and please spread the word. And if you just want to know more about Dallas and what she's up to, dallaswoodburn.blogspot.com. So, Dallas, it's such a pleasure. We'll be in touch, and you just keep me posted. I'm so excited that you're going to be coming to the event. Thank you. I'm very excited. As we well. need celebrities like you. Well, thanks, about Dallas, for being on the show. Thanks to all of you for being great listeners and allowing us into your life each week. Make sure you are tuned right here to this station with me, Cynthia Bryan, your personal growth coach, for the expert advice in fun and success from renowned authors around the globe. You can change your life and make your dreams come true. For more information about Star Style Productions, Go to star-style.com. You can call the studio 
star, that's 7827. For the charity, bethestarur.org, be prepared. Our book, Be the Star You Are for Teens, is available. We're doing pre-sales right now. You can buy it online. May there be peace within you today. May you trust your highest power that you're exactly where you're meant to be. May you not forget the infinite possibilities that are born of faith and have the gifts that you have received. Pass on the love. Be content knowing that you are a child of God and allow your soul the freedom to sing, to dance, and to bask in the sun. And as you go out to the day-to-day, remember no one's walked this earth with your exact combination of inborn and acquired strengths, weaknesses, and skills. You're one of a kind. You are you, and you have the power to love yourself and become the person you want to be. My aim is always to encourage, inspire, inform, and motivate. And until next week when we celebrate once again, I am Cynthia Bryan, Four Star Style, thanking you and encouraging you. Be the star you are. Ciao for now. Thanks again for listening to Star Style, Be the Star You Are. For more information about Be the Star You Are Nonprofit Corporation, please visit BeTheStarYouAre.org. That's BeTheStarYouAre.org. Join Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany again next Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time, here on the World Talk Radio Variety Channel. Remember, to be a leader, you must be a reader. Enjoy a stellar week. You're a seeker, a dreamer, courage to Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the World Talk Radio Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit worldtalkradio.com. The World Talk Radio Network, where the world comes to talk. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the World Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.